Welcome to the Food is Life podcast with me, Jambo, and me, Steph. Okay, so this week we are talking about uh, why it's harder to lose weight going through the menopause and as you get older, um, why it can be more difficult to lose weight. So it's a subject that I don't know a lot about. So Steph, talk to us. Very, very, very important topic. And I get lots of people that come into the Food is Life platform, a lot of the lean beans that I work with that want to know more about the menopause, why they find it harder to lose weight and kind of where they're currently at and what they need to do. So what we've got to look at is people that struggle to lose weight during the menopause or they gain more weight during the menopause and they don't know how to stop gaining weight. There's a few things you need to consider and I usually break this down into three things. So what we're looking at is estrogen levels, we're looking at metabolism and we're looking at muscle mass. So what I would like to start with is energy balance so calories in versus calories out this all still comes down to weight loss weight management is calories governed by calories in versus calories out okay so if we then break down the three points that i just spoke about we've got lower estrogen levels right so that's what happens when you go through the menopause so your estrogen levels decrease and that has an impact on a change of hormones and that therefore impacts where your fat is deposited for example now an easy example that i can come up with is if you watch a dog age you see that they start to get heavy like around their chest area like their legs start to get a little bit more fat and exactly the same with a human being so that's the first thing to consider hormones are out of whack, right? Second thing is a slight decrease in metabolism. So what we're looking at here is again, the calorie and energy balance equation. So if your metabolism is decreasing as you age, and we're only talking slightly here, we're not talking like massive, massive changes, slight decrease in metabolism means that you're burning less calories at maintenance. Third thing we've got to look at is decrease in muscle mass. And this is where you'll be able to help us out here, Jambo. Um, so decrease in muscle mass, we talked about this in a previous podcast with Ross, where muscle is a calorie expensive thing, an organ to have in your system. So the less muscle you have, again, the less calories you're going to burn at rest. Therefore, the less calories you then need to eat to maintain your body weight. So that's an overriding. <laughs> <laughs> a lot to take in there, Steph. So um, I guess something that I hear a lot in the gym environment is i hear a lot of women talk to me and they say as you get older it's a bit harder to lose weight uh now i don't have much experience in or knowledge about the menopause so what is the um how much of a factor is it as you as you age uh is there something you can do about it so the biggest thing i would say is i'm always going to start with it still comes down to the energy in versus the energy out so you can't ever get away from that but there's going to be a massive spectrum in terms of some females are not going to have many menopause symptoms at all. And then you get the other end of the spectrum where females are waking up in the night with night sweats, they're hot, they're cold. So their sleep's impacted, which we know therefore has a direct impact on your appetite regulation. Um, so there's no, again, no generic advice. I know unsexy and annoying to know, but it's, and as you go through the menopause, you can also change your symptom level. So you might have more symptoms earlier on in your menopause. You might have, you know, it changes up and down as we go along. So knowing that the energy balance equation is still important and then kind of working your 
goals around that is the only place I wouldn't even say the best place to start the only place that you can even think about taking this route really okay okay um another question I have is there anything that you can do while you're going through the change to combat symptoms is there something you can cut out for example caffeine can obviously create um you know lack of sleep or, or whatever is there anything you can do to combat symptoms yeah so i mean the best research and always consult a doctor before this is not a um podcast where we're gonna <laughs> be um prescribing medication but hrt is something that a lot of females use and a lot of my lean beans for example have told me they're on h they've gone on hrt and it's changed their life for the better you know but then you'll get the other end of the spectrum also the people that don't want to take any medication and stuff and they will just kind of suffer through it for want of a better word is there specific foods is there a specific diet you should follow i mean with the change in hormones you've got to think well your body is changing your taste might change your emotional connection with food might change some people might naturally be fueled better on a higher fat diet and then when they go through the menopause they're tending to want more carbohydrates for example and then vice versa but yeah i mean you bring up a good point about caffeine so sleep is what i've mentioned too so this is lack of sleep can be a byproduct of having too much caffeine in your system caffeine helps to keep you awake so again there's nothing specific that i can say to you take this out and it's going to have a massive impact because you'll get some people that are more tolerant to caffeine other people that are not and it might change for you specifically as you go through these testing times shall we say absolutely okay so another thing that comes up obviously as you age and as you get a bit older people say it's much harder to lose weight you don't burn fat like you used to, et cetera, et cetera. So for the lis- listeners out there, for my benefit, what is, how much of an impact is it as you get older? Is there anything you can do? Talk to us. Give us the magic pill. This is a good one. So firstly, I'd say what worked for you in your 20s is not going to necessarily work in your 50s or whatever age you're at. So let's say, for example, keep the numbers nice and easy. When you're in your 20s and your 30s, your calorie deficit target was 1,500. You knew if you eat 1,500 calories consistently over a period of time, you will eventually lose the weight and lose the body fat. You then get to your 50s or your 60s, and you try and eat at 1,500 calories, and nothing changes. And you're like, it is harder to lose weight when I'm older, which, yes, if you look at it, from that umbrella term but what you've got to consider is the three things that i mentioned at the start so your metabolism for example is slower it's decreased slightly therefore you need less calories to maintain your body weight so if 1500 calories is what you were working towards maybe try 1400 calories see how that goes and it's a trial and error process just like i do with all my lean beans every single day Um, that I coach them is trial and error so try the 1400 calories stick to that for two or three weeks see if there's any changes if not we can then look at the energy balance equation again so we can either decrease the calories we can or we can increase the exercise yeah I think another thing that comes up uh, which a lot of people maybe don't think about as we get older our activity levels drop so all of a sudden maybe in your 20s or your 30s you're doing you know, 15,000, 80,000 steps a day, you're exercising 
five, six times a week. And then as we get a little bit older, our activity levels drop. So not just the exercise. I think as you get older, your body can handle a little bit less. So certainly I've been going through this where in my 20s I could play sport every single day and now I have to manage it. So that's one thing. But as well, I think a lot of people become a little bit less active in just their day-to-day activities as well. So I think something that's hugely underlooked for people as they get older and we spoke off air and maybe the difference between people as they get older, is it as impacting as their um, metabolism is changing or is it as impacting as their activity levels are changing? I would hand on heart like to say activity levels. So it's, as you've discussed, you're less likely to be running around after your kids you're less likely to just pop to the supermarket and get X or Y. So all these little things that you do or did do, you now don't do. Therefore, your energy expenditure is lower. So your energy output is lower. Therefore, again, you need less calories to maintain your body weight and therefore even less calories if you want to lose the body fat. I think it also sits in nicely with the decrease in muscle mass as you age. Now, that's a natural process for a human being anyway. I think it might be about 1% per year. Yeah. Uh, is from studies that I've read. You naturally are going to lose 1% of muscle mass per year, right? So if you're then decreasing or not doing so much exercise alongside that, you're going to have less muscle mass than when you're in your 20s, your 30s, even your 40s. Therefore, as we've already said, muscle is calorie expensive. So the more muscle you have, the more calories you're going to burn at rest. Again, if you have less muscle mass, you're then don't need as many calories and therefore your calories at maintenance calories are going to drop again. Yeah. And a nice little side note of that is um, you say like people train less and exercise less and muscle mass decreases. I think um, there should be never be a point in anybody's life where they should have to stop training. I've seen people that are in their 60s, 70s and even their 80s still training and lifting weights. I think it's one of those things where when you stop using it, that's when you age. So there's no reason why anyone at any age shouldn't stop training. You can work around things. If you've got a bad knee or a bad hip, there are things you can do to work around. But almost if you give up the ghost a little bit and then you stop exercising and you lose your muscle mass, that's when it becomes increasingly hard to be active because we do get like it as we age. And I'm all the same. Like if I have a bad day with my knee, I'll find myself sat around a lot more than what I'd usually do if I was having a good day. So we have to accept these things happen, but there are things you can do to work around your, your routine of training, exercise, activity levels. Would you suggest that when you age, your type of training and activity will change or should change? Or what's your thoughts on that? Uh, yes. When you first asked me that, I was going to say 100%, but more you have to adapt it, I think. Are you at uh, 80 years old going to be jumping around, running around? Probably not. Does that mean that you can't do things? Absolutely not. So like, there's no reason why you can't scale things. Are you going to be jumping up and down off, off a box at the age of 60? You know, it's not, it's not like that's an essential part of training, but you can work around it. There's no reason why you can't do things, things that are more structured, scale things. I plan to train up until I'm a very old man. I don't want to put a number on it, but even with, you know, I've already got arthritis in my knee, something that I have to manage daily, but it doesn't mean that I want to stop training. I just have to 
before when I was 20 years old, I was running around, I'd go for a run, I'd play football, I'd squat, I'd do this, that and the other all in one day. Now I have to manage those expectations a little bit and I have to just, what I do is slightly different. So do you have to change your exercise routine? Most probably, but it doesn't mean that you have to completely change how you train. Yeah. And one thing, cause Ross has worked with my grandparents a little bit on this. So that's where this question comes from. And he does things like, like box squats, for example. So it's more functional things for elderly people. Yeah. So like literally having to stand up off the sofa or getting out of bed. I mean, yeah. These are all things that are, well, decrease your chance of falls and things. Absolutely. So obviously we're talking uh, older than uh, menopause. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think we talk about, if you talk about any sort of age bracket and I'm, and I'm just going to take, so in your forties, your fifties, your sixties, your seventies, your eighties, even into your 90s, I just think things will change ever so slightly. So maybe in your 80s and 90s, you're not going to be squatting. You might be doing box squats and you know more functional stuff that will help you just get around the house a bit better. But there's no reason why even in your 50s, your 60s, and even your 70s, you can't do those things still. Um, obviously, each person is different. And you know there's some 90-year-olds that still run marathons. So uh, I think it's just about not putting yourself in the box um the second you put yourself in a box that's when you start to age that's when you start to think oh i can't do this so there are ways around it you know you can manage pains you can manage aches a lot of people are very very informed now with uh different rehabs you can do and managing stuff so yeah yeah another point i kind of want to make on the back of that is allowing well accepting your body is changing also and it's something that we think oh we need to continue looking like we did in our 20s when yeah. we're 40 years older it's no your body is going through changes like i've talked about estrogen levels decrease your fat deposits change to a different area on your body that is just part of human nature right mm -hmm. it's a natural process and we need to get out of that thought process of look we need to look skinny we need to have a muscle mass yeah. here. we need to have big biceps and blah 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 it's it's not as simple as that no uh, it's funny as soon as you said that i went through so i mean i bang on about this enough some people must know but when i was 23 i injured my knee quite badly and i was sort of told that i probably wouldn't walk unaided again and i should just count myself lucky if i can you know walk around and then i had the operation and my recovery went really well and I felt like I had to get back to normal how I was and I was going to, and there's no reason why I couldn't. And then I was in denial for about a year and it was when I got to about 24, 25 that I had another operation and it was just about managing my expectations. And I think I had to learn quite quickly that I wouldn't be able to run around and do the things I could do before, but certainly not to the ability I would want to, but I'd had to just, be appreciative of what my body was changing i was just aging a little bit quicker than potentially i would have thought um but i'm not the only one who's gone through this and you have to just realize that that you do age slightly differently and your exercise patterns would just change and just because there's a 30 year old who's running around doing marathons doesn't mean that you know you just have to accept that you're not the same as everyone else so i certainly have had to adapt my training almost put a few things in the 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 cupboard and put them away now for good and just enjoy what I can do and appreciate what I can do and just accept that I am getting older and maybe 
bit quicker than I would have wanted, but it's better just to accept it than me just being in denial and not do anything. Yeah, no, totally agree. Okay, Steph, next question I've got for you is, is there anything that you would change uh, in dietary terms as we get older? Is there anything we can do to, you know, fight the aging battle? Yeah, there's obviously a few, th- few things we can think about. And I think the most obvious one to discuss, which a lot of people don't think about is protein. Now I talk about protein with any lean bean, whatever age they are, but especially for an aging individual, like we've talked about, we lose muscle mass as we age anyway. So retaining that muscle mass, one of the factors of that is consuming enough protein. So keeping your protein high and high is different for everyone. I do understand that, but keeping a good amount of protein in your diet is definitely important. And that's one thing that I would say the listener can take away work on today because it has a massive impact. Other things we can talk about is, I mean, going away from the menopause thing a bit, but things like calcium. So to help with reducing the risk of osteoporosis as we get older. Um, so keeping your bones healthy and because like, again, it's a bit past menopausal stage, but we're looking to stay strong and reduce the risk of falling over. We're reducing the risk of injury as we get older and it's physical injury that then has an impact on our diet and our exercise and our mindset. Yeah. I think it's quite interesting and it's not, not something that I've done much research into, but I haven't seen people around me growing up anyway, as they've aged, they've kind of given up on their nutrition, their, their food, they're looking after themselves almost. And you know, in later life, why not enjoy things, have your cakes and your biscuits. But, to see uh, some people of similar age brackets between somebody who is really aware of what they're eating still, still wants to look after themselves, still wants to get high protein and, you know, stay what I'd consider sort of nutritionally fit and healthy um, compared to someone who's the same age and has kind of given up a little bit. That sounds horrible to say given up, but not so conscious about what they're eating and the difference in their their ages seems so vast even though they're the same age just one seems and i two people i'm thinking about and i'm sorry dad but my dad um fit and healthy bloke growing up um he was really hands-on really fit and active and then there was a guy that i actually used to go to the gym with and they're both a similar age and yet one guy looks like he just although he still looks this, around 60 years old, he just seems like a lot of a younger version than my dad. Sorry, dad. It's just interesting to think that everyone I can think of that are of similar ages and ones that seem a little bit healthier and happier in their later ages are usually the ones that have a better diet and a better nutritional awareness, I guess. Yeah, and I think a lot of lean beans that come to me that are either pre-menopausal or going through the menopause, one of their big reasons why is that they want to age well and Mm -hmm. they want to stay fit, strong, healthy, in a good mindset. And it's not too late to sort it out in your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, because it has such a powerful impact on the rest of your life. Why would you not? Like it's, It's like, why choose to start training in your 40s? Well, it's exactly the same with diet. If yeah. you've thought about your calorie intake or your protein or your calcium before, it doesn't matter. If you're 45, 55, 65, it's time. 
why not yeah and and another i think a thing that i like to i'd love to drive home to people is this is something that six months to a year you might have to put in a lot of hard work and but then once it's done it can impact you're talking about one year to impact the next 30 40 years so you know it's a small small sacrifice almost and it's not even a sacrifice because you're investing in yourself it's a small small investment that can for a year might seem like a lot of hard work but it can impact your next 40 years of life yeah and something that before their lean beans come to me so individuals come come to me and say god i'm going through the menopause i'm so hungry i don't know what's different now it's again not overcomplicating this right so an individual is hungry and they're blaming the menopause when if i ask them to fill out a food diary i'll see that they're not eating much protein their calories are kind of all over the place like you say exercise does decrease naturally um and it's it's getting away from this association and it's the understanding that yes the menopause is going to be harder like we both haven't been through it, so we've got no personal experience. Fingers crossed I'll never go through it. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked with enough people that are, are going through the menopause, and you can have a positive impact. It's not just accepting the fact that you're going through the menopause, you're going to be hungry, you're not going to sleep well. And yes, you might have days, you might have weeks where, do you know what, life is bloody hard. And you do want to go to bed at 3 p.m. because you haven't slept well for the last eight nights in a row and all that stuff i get that i'm not saying that that's not part of this but as the umbrella advice that i would give is still keeping it simpler than some people yeah i think we do almost put ourselves in a box at times especially as we age so because we're getting old we can't do things that we used to undeniably true all of a sudden you're not going to be able to jump around and fall out of trees like you used to but there's no reason why you all of a sudden have to accept your fate. You can still continue to do things, work around it. It's just don't fall into that trap of the quicksand of aging. Yeah. I mean, we don't talk from personal experience. No. I mean, I still haven't <laughs> grown up. So, <laughs> yeah, but I think you make a good point adapting to what you have at hand and knowing that it's not the same as when you were 40 years younger, 30 years younger. Yeah. And, and, and I've seen enough people in the gym environment who really take care of themselves, not obsessively, but just really look after themselves, um, staying active. And they have aged so well and they continue just to, and they can't do things that they did in their 20s and 30s and they've had to manage it, but they're still, they age brilliantly. And I'm not talking about they've got no wrinkles because they do, but they're oh. just, in in life, they're just a bit more, active and full of life and a bit of a spring in their step and you know they just seem a lot happier in themselves rather than accepting their slow trundle towards death 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. so there you go okay steph so very interesting conversation i actually felt like i could have asked you a million questions there i'm sure we can talk more in depth about the process of nutrition and aging and training and all sorts but what would you will be your takeaway points from this podcast before we go from too many tangents yeah i think any listeners that have any other questions and they want us to cover some big topics absolutely would be happy to do another podcast on this um but my take-home points are going back to the three points that i made at the start about estrogen about metabolism and about muscle mass so just being aware of 
the differences and the changes that your body is going through and therefore adapting accordingly. Like we've talked about not accepting that you're not 20 years old anymore and things are different. Accept the fact that you're a human and you're going to have fat in different places than you might have 40 years ago and just accept it. Be okay with that. Mm -hmm. And if you do need any extra help on this, then ask for more help. If you don't understand how many calories you should be eating, how much protein is a good amount to eat, then ask, ask, ask us, because that's what we're here for. Absolutely. And I guess my side of it, the exercise is if you're, you think it's too late, it's not. If you want, you want to get into the gym, but you're not sure how, please do reach out more than happy to help and assist and moving forward, you know, there's nothing, there's no reason why no, no person can't, can't train. So never feel like you're too old or it's too late. I hope this has inspired the listeners to know that you got this. You got this, sisters and brothers. You have got this. Right, Steph, where can we find you? You can find me on social media at foodislife.nutrition and you can find my website www.foodislifenutrition.com. Jambo, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at jambo.the.great. Um, Steph, I keep hearing about the lean beans how do I sign up? If I want to sign up to be a lean bean, how do I sign up? If you go directly to my website, then you can click on the lean bean link and you can sign up directly there. If you have any questions before any nagging questions, there is some FAQs at the bottom of the lean bean page on the website. If that doesn't answer your questions, slide into my DMS, ask me, I will be here for you. Amazing. Right. Thanks for tuning in guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.